Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Do you feel sometimes like you have to do it all yourself? Like you're struggling to keep up with everything that needs to be done, but you're not quite making it. Sometimes it can really feel like you're slogging uphill, but does it actually need to be that hard? Today we're discussing universal life force, an unseen, infinite, massively powerful and nurturing force that can help us feel energized and supported. We talk about what it is, and most importantly, how to access it. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part. The group frequency calibration associated with this episode is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Today in Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, we're discussing accessing universal life force. Universal life force. Are we talking about Darth Vader? <laughs> and the force is with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what are we actually talking about here? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people feel like they have to power through things on their own. You know, they have to get everything done and on their to-do list. And at the end of the day, they feel kind of exhausted because they've run through their own life force, their own bioenergy. Uh. The thing is, there is this massive amount of infinite life force at the universal level that we can tap into that can help to support and nourish us if we are present enough and surrendered enough to tap into it. And then when we're in that kind of flow, so a lot of people will call this being in flow also. Mm. That's another way of saying it. Got it. So if you're in flow or if you're aligned with this universal life force, which is a way of saying in flow, or if you have studied the Tao Te Ching, like the the... The, the Chinese Taoist scriptures, they call it wu wei, right? Like being, it's like action in non-action, being in flow. Oh. So it's that whole, that's what we're talking about today. It's like, how can you stay aligned with this greater force and be in flow without just thinking that you're separate, finite, and like chugging along with your own personal life force only? All right, so how? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing that I want to just mention is that, you know, when we, Drop through the veil of forgetting, which you and I have talked about in the past. Mm -hmm. And just as a quick summary, when you decide to embody in your consciousness or your being that's not embodied and you drop into becoming embodied, mm -hmm. then you pass through what we call the veil of forgetting. And in that veil, that's when you forget that you're part of the oneness. So you believe that you're separate. You also forget that you're infinite indestructible consciousness. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you believe that you're separate, that you're finite. And this is like, the, the everything that there is is this physical body. So basically, you're running around thinking, "There's only you. There's only you can do this. There's only you that can do this. Nobody else is going to help you." Yes. So that's where you feel this exhaustion. Exactly. On all levels, mental, emotional, physical. physical. Exactly. Because right. you're running on all cylinders. Yeah. Trying to keep up with life, deal with everything that you have to do, try to aspire to something else. But there's only like your little block of energy that you can use, this little mm -hmm. like battery pack that you called your personal life force yeah. that you have to sustain you through all of it. Mm -hmm. And when you believe that you're separate from this universal life force, 
okay, or flow or whatever you want to call it, then it really does feel exhausting because you're just you. So to answer your question, which was how do you become aware of that universal life force? This really has to do with being centered in the body, present in the present moment of linear time. So meaning present in the body. When you can come into this space where you're centered within yourself, without you know the expectation, the story, etc., of the mind, and you can just be in that moment, you actually can drop into this universal life flow without really even trying. You just come into flow with all that is because you're not like having all these thoughts, you're not up in your head, you're not thinking about all these things. You're now all of a sudden entering flow. Just two questions there before I forget. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're moving at quite a pace there. How do you get there mm -hmm. though? You know, what do you do? How, what can you do to get into that? Mm -hmm. and, and then when you're in it, mm -hmm. how does that look? How would yeah. I recognize it? Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to start with the second question first. Right. And just nudge me if I forget the first one. Yeah. Because the how is pretty important to most people. Yeah, I want to know how I get there. <laughs> Give me a now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how you know that you're in flow is because things become very synchronicitous. Okay. Mm -hmm. So people come into your life in unexpected ways to help you and you don't even realize that you exactly need help or you're starting to think, oh, geez, how am I going to figure that, that, that out? And all of a sudden, boom, here comes the solution. Uh, for example. Okay. okay? So yeah. you're supported in that way without mm -hmm. really having to like struggle to look up how you're going to figure it out and what your next steps are and then making a list and evaluating who's going to come help you and then calling them, etc. It's so all of a sudden this person comes into your life, either through like an email from someone else or like, uh, you know, um, someone texts you and tells you about, hey, look at this amazing article about this person that I found or whatever. Mm -hmm. So life becomes more synchronicitous in a way that's very supportive of you. Okay, that's how you know you're in flow. So you're not really thinking like I need to achieve this. You're you may be starting to feel that way, but then these solutions that you never would have thought of, or these um, people or circumstances that come along to help you without you exactly planning it, show up. So I'm imagining for this to happen, mm -hmm. you have to be a certain way mm -hmm. for it to happen. Yes. So it's just the how. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> the how is so there's. It's funny, the how is in every moment, mm -hmm. okay, and also generally. So you're like, well, what does that mean? So I mean specifically and generally. So the more you can be in the present moment of linear time, so present, centered in the body. Right, so give me how we do that. Okay, so how you can do that is you become aware of the body. So meaning, uh, for some of you, that would be like, I feel my feet against the earth. Mm -hmm. I feel the pads of my toes. I feel the space between my toes. I'm aware of my breath expanding and contracting within my lungs, and I can feel and I'm aware of how much my rib cage expands, like this kind of thing. Yes. Okay. So now all of a sudden you're very present in the body because you're really focused on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then in terms of being centered in the body, it's becoming present in that moment. So you can do a couple of things for this. Yeah. One is you can spatially orient. Okay. Mm -hmm. so, so for those of you who aren't familiar with triangulation, so it means being aware of three objects and a space around you, and being aware of the distance between you and the object and feeling the distance. Yeah. Okay, so for example, I would be aware that the chair that you're sitting on is about, I don't know, what is this, like a foot to mm -hmm. me? And I'd be aware of that. I'd be like, okay. And then 
For example, the table that you all can't see is this far away from me, or the closet door, or that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden I start to become, because my focus is on the body, where am I in space? Now you're becoming more and more present in the body mm -hmm. to what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. That is how you come present in the body. And when you do that, you come more into the zero point, which we talked about in episode 151. So if you don't know what the zero point is or why it's so important, watch that episode. Yeah. When that happens, that's when magic can start to, ha start to happen because you're in a state where you're centered within the body, within yourself. When you're in the zero, you have much more ability to influence your reality and you feel more stable and centered. Right. You're more here, present. Yeah. So when you're in that state, that's the specifics, the little tactic. How do you come into this? Yeah. And it's a practice for people. I mean, it's like all the time. You know, when you first begin, it's like constantly almost. As much as you can remember to do this, it's very important. And then, generally speaking, it has to do with um, surrender and how high your frequency resonance is. So yeah. meaning, noticing how much you need to control the outcome, how much you want the expectation you have to come into fruition, how badly you think you want something. All of these things are your mind like indicating or your emotions indicating where you have distortion, where you're in resistance to what is. You're not aligned with flow because you freaking want something different. Yeah, and yeah. I'm imagining it takes a lot of trust to yes. do that, right? Exactly. To surrender and let go your idea how it should look. Exactly. Right. And I'm also, you know, when you were talking there, it, it became really clear to me, a lot of people have this feeling that this universal life force is outside of them. Yes. But the more that you talked and gave the tips and described how you can be, you know, in that state mm -hmm. to be in the flow. Yeah it sounds like it's already inside of you. Exactly, and right. it's just recognizing and bringing your attention to the fact that it is within you because mm -hmm. it runs through you, it animates you, it mm -hmm. is you. That is when you realize, oh, wait a minute, it's around me, it's within me, it's through me, I can't really be separate from it. I think I'm separate from it. Yeah. I believe I am, and I cut myself off from it because I think, okay, I just gotta like plug away and turn away at doing whatever I need to get done. But when we start to, as you say, uh, soften and become aware of it within ourselves by being present in the body, centered in time. You're like, oh, okay, all right, I can feel that life force, not just mine, but like this other thing that buoys me. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I think taking it to a grander scale a little bit there, mm -hmm. that's when you hear people talking about the collective. Mm -hmm. And so you think, I think at that time, you're looking for solutions for yourself. Mm -hmm. And you've maybe learned that, again, you need to let go the mind's idea what the solution is just come in, centered, the orientation, mm -hmm. and trusting and surrendering that the answer is going to come. Yeah. You know, because you know it is, and mm -hmm. it's there. But it's also, I wonder, at the same time, you're getting your answer for you, but are you also at the same time getting this collective voice or field mm -hmm. that this is the right answer not just for you, but it's also for whoever else you're impacting in yeah, your field. Exactly. I and mean, can that happen as that well? That can happen once you get to a high enough frequency resonance. Right. Right. So I just want to distinguish. A lot of people will say, a voice appeared in my head. If it's a voice mm -hmm. and it's talking to you, that's not what you're talking about. No. You know, universal life force and an awareness of the frequency of the collective and the highest level good. That is like a feeling or knowing. Okay. Mm -hmm. You just know. You yeah. don't know how you know. You just know. Yeah. Or you feel it. But there are no actual words. It's not like no. someone says to you, Fiona, <laughs> do the following three things in the next order. It's not like this. Yeah. If that is happening, that's of a lower order mm -hmm. because it's much more mental. And in, when you have that kind of thing, then what you can have, 
sometimes is things like entities were the dead or things that are darker. Yeah. Not always, but much of the time. Yeah, well, so, it certainly will be higher resonating, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yes, because things of a very high resonance aren't talking. Mm. It's a communication that's of a higher level order. And so, therefore, it's like a transmission of knowingness, uh, frequencies, whatever you want to call it, but it's like a knowing feeling. And it's complete, meaning you, you, it's like undeniable in a way. Yeah. You're like, you just know. There's an image I, I was trying to explain it to my sons, or my sons were trying to explain it to me, and we both agreed that this word captured it for us. You kind of see it in the movies, but it's like plasma. You know when you <laughs> push into plasma and it pushes, but it's it's soft and it's yeah. malleable, and yeah. and you can meld with it, and you can yeah. meld, you, know, you can come yeah. away with it. it, can be around you, it can you can be part of it. So we were saying that for us, it's kind of like plasma. There's no words, you know. There's nobody with a voice. Yeah. You just feel this softness and yeah. then this push against you or you know, yeah. pull and you're like, oh, that's the way I'm supposed to get. Oh, no, that's not the way I'm supposed to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And for feeling people, that's totally true. And for some of you, you'll just know it. Mm. There won't be a feeling. And some of you are like, I don't feel a damn thing. That's okay. Yeah. But you just know. You're like, I don't know how I know this. It seems totally ridiculous, but I just know. Yeah, and just that, that impetus not to even question it. Exactly. Is like, okay, this is for sure. Yes. What I'm supposed to do, right? Yeah. Because there is absolutely zero questions or challenge to it. Yeah. Mm -mm. Gotta yes. do it. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes what will happen is after you receive that knowingness, your mind will kick in. Yeah. And be like, well, that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, that seems ridiculous. This is the reasons. These are the for the following reasons. None of that makes sense. So you have to be aware that that's your mind. It's like the BBC. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just tell you now. That. <laughs> so in any case, the um, but the the thing to know is that you're to be able to distinguish between the mind chatter and your knowing, yeah. and that comes. I know for some people you're like, how do you know that? when it's a voice inside your head, or how do you know if it's your own thoughts? When you start to raise your frequency resonance, when you start to rise in terms of your vibrational level, you start to have a space from your own thoughts, your own emotions, so you're very aware of when it's your thoughts. It's okay that they're your thoughts, but you're aware that they're your thoughts. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, well, that's just my thought. It's not necessarily what's true, it's just a thought. So I know for some people who are watching this, that might sound frustrating because you're like, I don't know how to distinguish. You don't know how to distinguish yet, mm. and that's okay. Mm. The more you do frequency work, the more and more clear it will become. And like I said, for some of you who are feelers or seers, that's going to be like how you interface with it. You know what I mean? That feeling sense. Yeah. And for some of you, you will not be able to explain it, and it will be hard for you to distinguish at first the difference between a knowing and a thought. But there's part of you that knows the difference because it's like you'll have, for some people, they get a body response, like they get yeah. goosebumps or they like feel their breath change or there's something in their stomach that's just like, yep, that's right. Yeah. Like I can feel it in my, I'm like, yep, that's right. It's like you know it in your body, for example. Yeah. So that is like another way that you could tell for people who don't, for example, feel. Yeah, yeah. my husband would be one of them too. Like he will feel, but then his way of describing it is he just knows. Yeah. And because normally... He'll have these doubts. He'll go asking people, what do you think? Mm -hmm. Should I? Do mm -hmm. you think this is? But when he knows, he knows. Yeah. And he doesn't care what anybody else thinks. Exactly. He just knows. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. My husband is very similar. Mm -hmm. And we off I never doubt that knowing of, of mm -hmm. Chris, my husband, as he's like, 
I just feel we have to do this immediately. I'm following because I just I never doubt his knowing. Yeah, you know, just like he doesn't doubt mine. Yeah, and so it's a really wonderful thing when you are in partnership because when you have somebody, it doesn't have to be a partnership. It could be a friend. It could be yeah. someone close to you. It could Whatever be a family the mastermind member. is at that time. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So when somebody has, when you have a highly resonating mastermind, which is really lovely, mm -hmm. and someone has a knowing, the mastermind starts to move to follow that knowing, and it's really. I think spectacular. Oh yeah, that's yeah. when the real magic happens, yeah. right? And I guess that's going to take me to the next part. So we're talking about this universal life force, mm -hmm. and I think we're also talking at the same time. We've talked about the how, mm -hmm. how to recognize it, and I, I think that at the same time, it really just to hit home. Why is it so important? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so important because it's a fundamental recognition that you are part of the one. Mm. that you are, it is part of you, you are part of it, you can't be separated from it. And it's tr to transcend that veil of forgetting that we are separate, that we are finite, you know, that we are limited. It, you are in fact stepping into that limitlessness mm. because you are limitless. You just don't think you are. Most of us don't anyway. We're yeah. running around being in our humanness. And so to recognize that aspect of us, I was like, that recognizes that, yeah. you know, and that you have a resource that's infinite and that is you and that you is part of the one. It's, you can't separate them. Yeah. And when you start to feel that, you're like, wow, there's so much more potential here that I didn't even realize was there. Mm -hmm. So when that starts to happen, you can start to embody like all these things we talk about, like limitlessness, abundance that's infinite, the way you feel that, the way you start to experience that is by starting to recognize and be in flow or being in alignment with universal life force. Yeah, I think too that the message is really clear here that everybody has access Absolutely. or is it or whatever mm -hmm. phrase we need to use, everybody has access, equal access. Mm -hmm. It's just how much focus you have to be in it right yes and ultimately in the end right yes do you want to commit to being in that zone yeah as much as possible yeah or you know do you yeah. want to choose the other option which just, sounds really hard but yeah <laughs> exactly and what i i would i would just make a slight distinction it's everyone has equal opportunity to access it yeah Right? Because a lot of us have distortion that keep us from accessing it. Now, it's whether or not you feel clear enough or you have released enough of your distortion to access it. But we all equally have the opportunity to. Yeah. It's not like someone's better than and therefore they no, can't. Exactly. Someone's more elevated and therefore they can't. We mm -hmm. all have that possibility. Now, whether we choose to access it, that's of our own feeling. I was trying to say that, but you did it <laughs> far more eloquently. <laughs> Just a distinction for people. Yeah. Oh, that's really awesome. Okay, so the message for me is, do you want to choose the hard way or the easy way? <laughs> yeah, and it's sort of like the more flowy, fluid, magical way. And it's not like, ease is a funny thing, you know? We think sometimes with ease as humans that there's no challenge. Mm. But it's not that there's mm -hmm. no challenge. It's that somehow on some level you feel like you're supported by something as you move through that challenge. There's a knowingness that you're learning something and that it's not in, you know what I mean? It's not like empty. It's not inactive, right? Exactly. I was just going to say that too. It's not like once you're in flow, everything happens for you. No. It's just that you, you know where the direction is or where the tug is or where the pull is. And then you have to act whatever is required to act. It's yeah. not that you sit back and go, okay, Feed I'm me on holiday now. <laughs> yeah. it's, I don't think you're saying that. No, <laughs> no. no, I'm saying that that flowiness is a constant 
um, opportunity for us to access more of it. And to access more of it sometimes requires challenge for us, mm. sometimes requires for us to look at ourselves more closely, mm. to release things that no longer serve us, to release beliefs that limit us. There's a whole number of things that keep us from being in that flow. So even though you enter a certain level of ease, there's always more, mm. you know? And sometimes to enter that ease, we have to release what keeps us from being in it. Thank you for breaking that down, actually, and providing the tips. That's really useful. So appreciate that. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay. Here we go. Welcome everyone to the Group Frequency Calibration for Accessing Universal Life Force. So this GFC is an introductory GFC. It will start to give you more access to that universal life force. The higher your vibration or frequency resonance, the more present you are in the zero point. If you don't know what that is, uh, please watch episode 151 the more universal life force you can access. Now, for some of you who would like deeper access to universal life force, there is a deep dive focused specifically on this. So if you need support with that, then please go ahead and take a look at the website. For now, though, becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming very aware of the soles of your feet and the base of your groin. So noticing what the soles of your feet are touching the texture of whatever they're touching, the temperature, the space between the toes, the spread of the balls of the feet. Mm -hmm. And then noticing the base of the groin, mm -hmm. 
and the relative distance between the sole of each foot and the base of your groin. Excellent. And now please become aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, just noticing it at first. Notice if you have to do something with it like make it better in some way or if you can simply notice it and after noticing your breaths for just a couple of breaths allowing the breath to deepen to take up more space in the body and to allow it to take up more time, allowing it to get longer, more languid. Slowing down. Good. And now imagining your breath expanding and contracting in all directions around you like a balloon. Mm -hmm. Cultivating spherical awareness, which is important if you want to experience nonlinear opportunity, synchronicity, magic and intuition. Nice. And now becoming aware of your surroundings. Noticing the texture of the air against your skin. So noticing the temperature, the movement of the air or the stillness of it. If the air feels heavy with fog or smog, perhaps just dampness, or whether it feels clear and light. 
Just noticing. And then blinking your eyes open, noticing the quality of the light. You're not looking at any object, just noticing the quality of the light, which changes all the time, depending on the time of day and the time of year, the weather, all sorts of things. And then please triangulate. So. Triangulation, for those of you who are new, is when you become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. It doesn't matter what those inanimate objects are. What you're doing is you're noticing the distance and then feeling the distance between each object and you. So let's imagine that object A is the desk. And the desk is about five feet to you. So noticing that distance and then feeling that distance and then doing the same thing for objects B and C. And you'll find that as you do this with each object, that your sense of where you are in space becomes more clear, more focused, more present for you. And whenever you've finished with triangulating, blinking your eyes closed and bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line. Let's take a nice deep breath together. Inhaling, holding your breath for a count of four. And then releasing your breath at the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out for a count of six. And after you've finished this one single long deep breath, breathing normally. And what we're doing is we are waiting for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. This is important because when the mastermind becomes coherent, it moves at an optimal efficiency and momentum, which gives each of the members more momentum. So it's an important thing to do. And we while we wait for that to happen, 
remember, this is happening at the level of the eternal now. Not in linear time. If you don't know what that means, you can watch episode 80 at some different juncture of time. So for those of you who are new, please know that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level. That I sometimes work in silence, and that tends to be when the frequencies we're working with are very high, and the mastermind is moving fast enough in order to be able to access and integrate them. That I do make sound, so you will occasionally hear me yawn, hum, or exhale sharply. And that is to remove some of the heavier, stickier distortion patterns. Not always, but often. And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely a distortion pattern that you are running. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely a distortion pattern that you are running. So I invite you to remain open, curious, and to examine further. Good. So now that the mastermind has become coherent, bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of the chest and your nipple line, you can either place a hand or some fingers here if that's helpful for you. If it's not, then don't do it. But keeping your attention here in the center of the heart space, let's ask ourselves the question, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this surprisingly vast space, imagining, sensing, feeling a brilliance at its very core that becomes even brighter because you have your attention on it. And as the brilliance intensifies, it expands outwards in all directions through yourself. out through your organs, through your bones, your muscles, the fascia, out through your flesh and through the pores of your skin 
into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Noticing the brilliance within the sphere. And now, please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm pulling your frequency resonance or vibrational level up irrespective of where it began. How high your vibration or frequency resonance is dictates everything from what your life experience looks like, how it feels to you, how much opportunity you get to experience, How much abundance? So this is the most, or one of the most important things we do together. Good. Excellent. Bring your attention, please, to the front of the throat and to the base of the groin. So the first thing we're going to release is the distortion pattern of, of doubt. Okay, So there is a thought form of belief that you are separate. And because you believe you're separate, it's hard to access universal life force because you believe it's outside of you. It runs through you. It's just how much you throttle it or how aware of it that makes a difference in your experience. So the thought form or belief that you are separate throttles your awareness of universal life force as it runs in through you. And as a result, you don't receive the benefit of it. So let's release this thought form belief that you have to do something to connect to something outside of you.
Good. Allowing yourself or imagine yourself softening or dropping or dissolving or melting into the space. Good. Awesome. Excellent. Become aware of your entire heart space, please, right in the center of your chest and your nipple line. In addition to your spine, from behind your heart all the way up into your brain. So we have all these ideas of what this might be, this universal life force, how we would feel if we were more aware of it, what it would look like. So these are all expectations and mental constructs which keep you out of the present moment and in the experience of being in the flow of universal life force. Let's release this. Good, and now bringing your attention right into the center of that solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of the sternum. Pulling you into the zero point of space and time. The more you can be in the zero point, the more you can access universal life flow because you have to be present and centered in the body in this moment in time to be aware of it. There we go. Really nice. Good. Yeah, bringing your attention now, please, to that diaphoid process, right at the base of your sternum. And as you become aware of your xiphoid process, imagining 
about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it in a straight line down towards your belly button. We're clearing out your pain body because the pain body remembers you before all this frequency work was done, which makes it harder and stickier to integrate. So clearing out the pain body and resetting it makes it smoother for you to integrate. Only takes a couple of seconds. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you'd like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.